Hey guys, what's going on? It's your girl Ty here, which stands for Together Individual Entertainment. Reminders, you can follow me on Anchor.fm and Facebook and YouTube. YouTube and Anchor.fm are Ty Blog, and Together Individual Entertainment is Facebook. Alright, so... Um, we are almost at least a couple weeks or even a month away from returning back to school season. I know what you're thinking. Back to school. What does that mean for us? Well, I would not then say if teachers are listening in my podcast, um, I would not suggest talking to the school board and the principal. See if they can just, you know, for elementary schools, I would suggest, yeah, put them face to face, put plexiglass between them, uh, get their face mask on, uh, because uh, little kids have short attention spans, and it's always best to make sure that maybe a little bit, like, um, elementary schools could be going back on certain days, and it's always better to have face to face, uh, because, like I said, little kids have a short attention span, and it feels like um, they don't pay attention too often on the computer. They just want to mess around at home. So, I feel like you need to think about that, putting elementary school back to face-to-face. As for middle schoolers, um, I would say try and work out both, but test out, see how they do. Uh, I would say maybe test out for two weeks on face-to-face, like bring them back to school, uh, see how they do. If they don't do too well, then keep it virtual uh, because middle school is like in between elementary and um, high school, so it's always about to test that out. As for high school and college, yeah, keep it virtual uh, because high schoolers have better chance of focusing on the computer than um, elementary school most of the time. But, you know, if you keep practicing with them on the task at hand, uh, keep practicing with them on educational values, like, if you have some educational games on your computer or whatever, probably work with them that way. Uh, see if they'll stay focused. Um, but also, um, here's the other thing. I'm giving you uh, an idea that you can do. So, for the past couple of weeks, I have been working on two Disney puzzles. And these Disney puzzles have a 750 piece to them. I put them together and glued them together because I plan to frame them. So... I am asking you to do a puzzle along, which means um, I want you to get a puzzle and uh, puzzle along with your child. I want you to take your elementary school, preschool, or, um, sorry, Uh, I want you to take your child and just, you know, get to work with them on puzzles. Because puzzles um, kind of got me thinking this is a good way to focus. This is a good way to practice hands-on skills, um, teamwork. It gives them a moment to think about something. Uh, I guess you could say it's more or less um, something to keep them busy. I mean, I know technology is something that kids normally want to be at right now, but I... I have a nephew at home who is always constantly on his iPad and TV and all that stuff. And it's driving me crazy. You need to get your child off the TV. You need to get him off the iPad, off the phone. You need to get him technology off. And thing is, maybe you should do that. Um, so on YouTube, there was this college project that the college professor decided to do. Uh, the college professor decided to take away all of her classmates' cell phones for one week. One week to see how it would feel. 
And as soon as it was over, everybody thought that life was much better without phones because they were talking face to face. They were sending letters. They were, um, they were practically keeping busy and focusing more without phones. And that's even better. So I want you guys to think about that. Puzzles kept me away from television for a lot of hours and a couple of days because I wanted to get it done. I did not want to watch TV. I didn't want to watch like anything on my phone. I just wanted to get this puzzle done. So that's one thing I did. So um, I want you to get puzzles for your kids. If you have younger children, I would say work with them on a 12 to, I'm thinking about 20, maybe a 25 piece puzzle. Um, because that's the way it starts out when we have younger kids. We get them, like, really big piece puzzles and let them work it out themselves. But it's always best to be around your kid, uh, working on a puzzle because they need to learn teamwork and focusing and all that stuff. Um, the other thing is to probably work it up. Like, if they get over to middle school, get, uh... A 50 piece or even 150 piece work with them on that one uh, if it's something that they like like me for instance I have four Disney artwork puzzles that I glued together and I have two that's already framed that I worked on years ago and the other two I just glued but I need to get them framed um, because I like them I really do love Disney and it's Beauty and the Beast it's Tangle it's, it's everything that I like uh, but Basically, that's what I like, but get something that your kid would like and glue them together. Now, you're probably wondering what glue to use. Uh, there's this glue called Mosh Posh, and it's always best to, uh, you know, get them focused on probably, like, if they want to decorate their room with something that they like and what they accomplished, they can always hang it in the room or something. Now, with high school kids, um... I guess you could say it's always best to, like, like I said, 150 uh, is up to the range for middle school. But if you're talking high school, uh, start with them on 150 piece and work their way up to maybe uh, 750 like I did. I basically did four 750 piece puzzles total, and that is like a lot of pieces that I did. Uh, basically... Um, it's always best to work with them to stay focused, stay energized, stay distract, distracted in a way. Um, but, I mean, it's always a good thing to get your mind settled and everything. Now, here's the other thing. I know we are almost at a one month away from returning to school year. And I know I talked about puzzles, but here's the other thing. When I went to school, we had a summer reading project. So, um... For, for high schoolers, I am thinking maybe, just maybe, I want you to take your kid to Barnes and Nobles, your high school kid, that is. Uh, because when we did a book report, we basically started out in high school as a freshman, and that's when we continue on more until we graduated. So freshman through senior is what you need to think about uh, when doing a report. So I want you guys to do that. Take your kids to a bookstore, Barnes and Nobles, uh, Target, Walmart, any place that has a book. Take them that and I want them, I want you to at least think about 
what kind of book that is perfect. I mean, basically, it could be any kind of book, a documentary, a comedy. Uh, but I remember, I remember the last book that we did for our book project during the summer. It was Oedipus Rex. And I thought it was kind of interesting just to have something like that. But in this case, um, I want you guys to think about the age limit. I mean, if you take into Barnes and Nobles, they have books for all ages, uh, but you want to keep it in their age limit. Like, maybe they should think about, like, what should I be reading? What is the perfect book for me to get started with? Uh, because that is, like, the one thing that everybody should be practicing. If they should be practicing their reading skills, like me. I did a read-along on my podcast about a few weeks ago, uh, but basically, you guys really should think about doing that. Doing a back-to-school, um, reading project, a, a read, summer reading thing, like I did when I was in high school. Uh, I know it might take a while, but if you could find a book that, you know, is not so, well, I, I would say like a medium book, that way it's not too long, not too short, uh, that way, you know, you have plenty of time to work on your, uh, essay, you can answer a few questions, uh, like, what was the character's name? What was the story about? I mean, there are so many questions to a book that you would have to remember. But I remember uh, when I was in middle school, we had we had a homeroom reading day. Or should I say a reading month or, or something like that. Whenever it was reading time, we would go back to our homeroom, read a book answer some questions and you know be done with it i remember i read harry potter and the sorcerer's stone in middle school even though i had all the books by then um i still decided to start out with that because i loved harry potter and all that stuff and then uh of course when i got to eighth grade they wanted us to choose an author to talk about or some other person that we all idolized i chose jk rowling because i found out that she had bad grades as a child but then when her grandmother gave her a book about Hermione Granger and I was kind of amazed to find out that's where she got Hermione Granger uh one of her characters into Harry Potter her mother gave her the idea from this book who had Hermione Granger in it and before she even knew it uh everything changed when she did it she read about Hermione Granger and she got good grades so basically I want you guys to find a book to read write an essay do something that you know, would have happened to a normal year, but didn't. But still, I still say you should at least think about that. Like, if you have your teacher's email address, maybe you should at least, you know, do that. Email your reading essay or whatever and, you know, see how that turns out. And this was, like, for an English class or something. So, uh, if you have an English class that was supposed to give you a reading assignment, just get it over with just do it because i feel like that is just something to think about and of course uh your library we i should say your library has uh summer reading challenges going on like read about five books at first and then go off to 20 or something like that because i read about maybe i'm thinking i've read about maybe 15 to 20 books last year in the summertime when I had when I went to the library so it was really nice just to read something um but I can tell you that 
it's definitely something to work your way up with. Start out from something that was supposed to happen this year, but then probably get back into it. Practice your reading. Uh, now, here's something that I saw um, on a Animal Planet show starring Jackson Galaxy. He is known as the Cat Whisperer, but other times he is a cat emotional uh, person. He He's actually a behavioral therapist or whatever for cats, and he has a show. Unfortunately, I... Um, it's my cat from, and I'm not going to say it, um, out loud, and I'm not going to say it because it's a bad word, so I'm, I'm not really going to say a swear word or something. I'd rather stick with family-friendly words. Um, I, I would say, like, you type in Jackson Galaxy, you can look up the shows that he has, and, uh, on one of the sh- episodes, he nonetheless showed my cat from heaven, and this was a cat that was invited to a library who helped kids read. So whenever the kids had trouble reading or uh, having complications or whatever, the kids would read out loud to a cat. So how unique is that? So if you have a pet who likes to relax or sit or something, you could try and practice your reading to them. So that way you feel like you're reading to someone, but not really. It's a great way to just do that. So. Um, I've always thought that maybe that will be the best thing to do. Just start out with something that makes you feel comfortable and start practicing reading out loud or reading in your head. Uh, because that is just one thing to get your mind settled and everything. But either way, this is about focusing your mind on something that has to be done. Something that you would like to work at. Something that you would like to practice on. But it just feels like... This back to school is definitely something that would help you out before you go back to school. But um, I'm hoping next year everything will go back to normal and you guys can enjoy seeing your friends again, uh, having recess or anything like that. So I really cannot wait to see you guys back in school. So this that's all I got for you guys today. And I really cannot wait to get back to you guys as soon as possible on my podcast because I have so much other things to talk about. But uh, this is Ty saying, can't wait to see you out there. Bye!